to Judges Quarters. I'm Chief of Justice Adolf Bush. And today, I'm going to be talking about how to get yourself out of a tricky situation with law enforcement. I also want to inform you guys of your rights and how you can defend yourself without an attorney and how you can act in court with and without an attorney. The first thing I want to go into is um, something new to the city. It's called an arraignment. That's where you can plead your case in front of the judge, um, either guilty, not guilty, no contest, or nullo contendere. And then there's not guilty by plea of insanity. Now, if you're going for this, you're going to need a good proof, uh, maybe an exam from a doctor, um, you know, previous history of mental illness, um, you know, psychosis or, you know, being psychotic is going to have to be proven somehow. Um, I would suggest stopping by Pillbox, um, have a psych exam done if you feel like you're having any psychological issues. Um, Dr. Gerald Fitzpatrick is uh, good about doing those psych exams and documenting uh, everything that happens. Uh, however, a subpoena would be required to access his records, uh, but I'm sure that he would oblige if the uh, right info is produced. Um, but yeah, pretty much, uh, if you want an arraignment, once you're arrested, just inform PD. I would like an arraignment. Uh, you know, there's an active judge on, um, if there is an active judge on. Um, currently, I'm the only judge, so I would have to be in the city. Um, or, you know, shoot me a message on Discord. Let me know you want an arraignment. Uh, you do not need an attorney for an arraignment, and you don't need an attorney to go to trial either. Uh, at the end of the day, it's all about proving the facts. Um, and if you do go to an arraignment and you plead guilty, at that point, the judge is responsible for sentencing you. So keep that in mind. You know, the judge is going to want the PD to provide all of the charges. And if they don't have stuff together, that's going to impact what you're charged with. Um, then comes the, the bench trial, and that's where you, you know, fight for whatever you want. You know, no contest. Um, no contest is basically, I'm saying that I may have done this, but I want to talk to the judge about it. You know, I want to, I want to plead my case, but I don't want to go through the, the whole bench trial process. Uh, what a bench trial is, is it's where you go into court. And, you know, you may ask to restate your plea if you were previously in an arraignment. If you weren't in an arraignment, um, you know, they're going to ask you, how do you plead? Um, you know, plead guilty, not guilty. Um, if you have a plea deal or a plea bargain set up with the, uh, the police department or the district attorney, um, this is where that would go into effect. You know, if your plea bargain is to plead guilty um, and then the... Uh, DA and your lawyer say, or the DA and you say, I would like to approach, uh, inform the judge that a plea deal has been entered, and then, you know, the case will be, uh, a verdict will be read by the judge, and, you know, it, it goes from there. You're either, you know, sentenced to 40 months of community service, 30 minutes in jail, 30 months in jail, um, so on and so forth. Uh, that's pretty much how a bench trial would go. Um, there's a couple processes to it. There's going to be your opening statement, and that's where each side has the opportunity to kind of give an intro to the case. Um, it'll be the 
sorry. Um, so each side gets to, um, you know, start the case off. Then it goes into presentation of any evidence. Um, and that's where the evidence will be discussed. And then it's cross-examining, and that's where people are called to the stand, and each side has the opportunity to ask questions and object as well. Um, if you don't have an attorney, this may be a little difficult. Um, but me being the judge, you know, I'm going to take that into consideration. I'm going to work with you. Um, just like if the PD doesn't have a, a DA representing them, you know, they're going to have to send somebody up there to, to represent the PD at the end of the day. Um, and they're probably not going to know how to object either. So it's, it, it'd be more like arbitration at that point. Um, but you know, I'm not going to dive too deep into that. Then the, uh, yeah, then we would go to closing statements and that's where you wrap up your case. It's the bread and butter, basically. It's the last thing you're going to say to the judge and you need to make sure that that is perfect, um, or as perfect as can be. And then the judge will normally have a recess and then he'll come back with this verdict and sentence. If you have any questions about this process, find me in city, email me, let me know, and I can walk you through it. I can provide multiple resources on more info. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is warrants. There's two types of warrants. There's a search and seizure, and that's where the Law enforcement doesn't have to be police, could be FBI, could be IRS, um, you know, whoever, whoever receives a warrant, and it could be any law enforcement agency in the city. It doesn't just have to be the Los Santos Police Department. Um, but that's where they, you know, if it's a, a normal search and seizure warrant, meaning that they have to knock on your door and serve you the warrant, they're going to give you a copy of the warrant or you need to request one because if they don't have one, then you tell them, yeah, no, get out of here. My, you know, it's your fourth amendment right to see that warrant. Um, the officer may detain you. That doesn't mean you're under arrest. It just means for your safety and for their safety, they're taking you out of the situation so they can appropriately search your property. Um, if they detain you and you're starving and they're not working with you, that's a violation of your fourth amendment, right? There's no, unreasonable searches and seizures and if that happens contact an attorney or fight it yourself you know look up the fourth amendment what is it look up fourth amendment cases you know it, it may take some research but at the end of the day if you're being abused during a search you need to go to court because that stuff will not fly the other type of warrant uh, let me backtrack then there's a no-knock warrant and this means that they can come onto your property. They don't have to knock. They'll detain you. And please, if they have a warrant, do not fight back. It's not going to help your case. Don't do it. Just let them do what they need to do. And again, if they're you know abusing their power, if they come in and just tase you, you know, no, that's not okay. That's not going to fly. Surrender. Let them do what they have to do. Let them get the search. You know. You have rights, and you can easily take stuff to court. But in a no-knock warrant, they also have to provide you that warrant. Not right away, but eventually they will. And if they don't provide that warrant, that's a violation of your Fourth Amendment right. The other type of warrant is an arrest warrant. And that means that if an officer is dealing with you at any time, traffic stop, 
just talking to you on the street and they find out your name, you know, they're going to place you into custody and you have the right to request that warrant. Uh, it's, arrest warrant's pretty simple. Um, it's going to have the charges that you're being uh, charged with on the warrant and a judge's signature. Um, if you have any questions about a warrant, you know, you're always willing to speak to the DOJ. Um, if you f find that a warrant is unreasonable, you can take it to court as well. Um, your attorney could also get the warrant uh, quashed. Um, yeah, just there's it gets complicated, uh, but at the end of the day, make sure you get your warrant sent to you through outsource and in person because you need that paper copy because that's what your attorney is going to want or that's what you're going to want to provide the judge if you go to court because if you're providing these documents and you're showing that you're capable of you know representing yourself um, and handling it professionally that's only going to help your case if you come to court and you have nothing you're unprepared you could easily be eaten by the sharks and that's just how it how it rolls i mean watch the uh the leonardo twinkle video um it's posted probably in social media uh, if you want to see it let me know he had an incompetent lawyer who didn't know what he was doing and he got fucked i mean there's no other way to say it he got fucked hardcore and uh yeah you just have to be prepared also don't speak out of uh well this is going to go into our next section courthouse etiquette so when you're showing up to court wear formal clothing it's respectful um you're presenting yourself to the judge um and you want to show them that you're a professional person uh, if that means you know you're in custody and you need to go change into court clothing tell the pd that if they don't allow that bring it up in court say the police department wouldn't let me go change and depending on the case you know i may say okay i find that reasonable uh if it's you know you're a non-violent offender and it's regarding a warrant and they have you in custody and you're not allowed to change you know i i would find a problem with that i feel like you know you should have some leeway if you're not violent and you're not posing a threat to uh to the community um but when you're in court it's always appropriate to address the judge as your honor um if you don't do it you know it's not a huge deal but it's respectful um and i personally give props to anyone who you know shows good courthouse etiquette because it shows that you know what you're doing that you have some knowledge um if the judge ever says order in the court just shut the fuck up honestly you don't want that 30 months and you don't want that fat fine because you know, i'm i'm not taking it anymore you're going to speak out of hand in the court you're going to act up in my courtroom you're going to pay the consequences and it's just that i don't care if you're a cop i don't care if you're the mayor of the town i don't care if you're the biggest criminal in the city i'm going to charge you because it's a place to figure out if someone's guilty or not guilty it's a place to be respectful and if you didn't know the courthouse is a green room so don't go shanking people in my courtroom because it's happened before and it's just doesn't end well it does not end well uh, but yeah that pretty much covers it up also i'll go a little bit into objections if you think someone is uh 
you know, doing something wrong during a cross-examination, uh, you can say, I object. And it would be appropriate to say, I object, permission to be heard. That's I object, permission to be heard. And the judge will say, okay, or permission granted. And at that point, you can, um, you know, ask to approach or approach slightly to this to the judge's stand and explain why you're objecting, you know, badgering the witness, your honor. Um, that's one example. There's so many examples out there of objections. And, you know, it's, it's good to have if you plan on going to court. You know, court can be easy too. Simple, uh, a simple small claims case where you got cheated out of five thousand dollars by your coworker or associate. You know, you don't need a lawyer for that. You can just come in and plead your case. And this is how I got cheated. This person hasn't paid up in time or a contract violation. You know, just come into court. It's it's a simple thing to do. It's not scary. You know, I'm. I'm trying to help you guys through this as much as possible. Um, but when lawyers get involved and the DA is involved, that's when the, you know, shit gets real because I expect lawyers and DAs to know what they're doing. If they're coming into my courtroom and they work for the DOJ, they have to know what they're doing. And there's no way around it, you know, unless it's a junior lawyer or junior DA, we give them some leeway, but they still need to have a, a greater understanding than a layman or a civilian uh, when it comes to court proceedings. Um, it's pretty much all I can think of right now. Just make sure, you know, you have these options allowed to you. You know, you have these rights. Um, you can't be searched unreasonably. Um, you can say what you want and the police can't arrest you for it unless it's you know, like I killed Jim Bob Cooter at this place in this time, and this is how I did it, you know, yeah, you're going to get arrested because you just admitted to murder. Granted, that might not be admissible in court, but still. I mean, yeah, it's a fine line. That's that's when you want a lawyer, because shit gets messy. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to keep you guys here any longer. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Judge's Quarters. Chief of Justice Adolph Bush closing this episode out. Thank you.